This is Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 144. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for joining us. Let's talk today about intuitive prompts, mainly because I just had one and it was kind of a big one. So I and I'm right in the middle of the story. So I thought, let's just catch this on a podcast. It would be perfect. And in my interactions with many of you, this keeps coming up. So obviously it's something that we need to continue working on because this is really where I'm hanging out in my own life these days. It's the way that I'm living my life and it's working so beautifully that I really want this for you as well. So the first thing that comes to mind is when I talk to people and they say, I just don't hear those voices or I don't get those prompts. I don't know what's underneath that. I haven't been able to dissect that yet for what is in somebody's space that has intuition blocked off. I have a few ideas, and I, the number one idea is that I think we get too busy. See, this is a still small voice. It's not a big, loud, boisterous voice. Not only does it speak softly, so you have to be listening, you have to be quiet in order to hear it, but I think it also mostly appears, not always, but mostly appears when we are in a receptive state to hear it. Sometimes it will just knock us out of the blue. And when those happen, I think those are moments that the energy or that whatever it is that's prompting you needs to be taken action on right then, no questions asked. A lot of these stories come from like the TWA Flight 800, I think I've told about in prior podcasts where there were two couples meeting at JFK Airport from two different cities. They were meeting there. They were getting on TWA 800 to go to Europe for a vacation together. And while they were getting ready to get on the plane, one of the wives said, no, I am not getting on that airplane. And she didn't. The other couple did. They perished. The, the couple that stayed back, of course, survived. Those are those in-the-moment prompts where the energy is there right then. When I got my prompt to email Fred Dodson to do his audiobooks, that was a right-then prompt because Fred had told me that that energy might have passed on his side. I mean, where he was saying he was receptive in that moment, he might not have been receptive the next day. We've done 19 audiobooks together so far. You know, those are the things that happen in the moment that when they do kind of drop down out of the sky, you need to act on them. But a lot of them come, okay, and by the way, that was that Fred prompt, and I think the ladies prompt was a really clear, like, voice-in-your-head kind of prompt. Don't do this. Do this. Whatever. But the one that I had this morning was completely different. It was just an, an ominous feeling. So this is being recorded in mid-March, springtime in most places, and here in Colorado, we are in the tick-tock last three weeks of the ski season. So this is the time of year that you want to get more days in. You know, it's kind of like crowding the exit door. You know, it's like you just want to go make a few runs and just so that you, you know, get out there and get that experience because in three weeks it's over. So I was waxing up the skis this morning and Hemet and I, my yogi buddy, if you've been on Facebook, you've seen some of the pictures of Hemet and me skiing together. We were planning to go out early this morning, catch about the first hour and a half and just, uh, Sunday morning is a great time to ski because nobody's out there. Everybody got drunk last night. And by the way, this is was St. Patrick's Day. So today would have been an exceptionally good day to go because the, the hangover factor would have been huge. Well, him and I, you know, we're a couple of old guys. We go to bed early and, and get up and go ski. So that was the plan. And I was in there waxing my skis. And I just had this overwhelming, ominous feeling to go on a hike. Now, over the last couple of weeks, there have been a couple of things that have been 
a little heavy on my mind. They've been there, issues that I needed to work through. But man, I've been busy. So I really hadn't peeled the time off to hear from source on those issues. And that's one of my other observations is I, I look at friends of mine who are really wanting to connect with energy. They say they do and yet fill their schedules so full and then wonder why they don't hear the voice or don't get the feeling. It's because the schedule is just too full. Now, look, I get it. If you are a mom of four kids, your day begins before dawn and ends way after dark. Maybe you're running a business where it's just busy, busy, busy all the time. In those situations, you have to be intentional. I mean, what's the priority here? I would argue that hearing that voice is so invaluable that carving the time, scheduling it in some kind of way, becomes the top priority of your life if that's the case. In other words, you have to find a way. may not be every day, but it needs to be on at least a frequent enough basis that you don't get a knock on the, sh you know, a tap on the shoulder like I did this morning that says, hey, we need to go talk. Instead of skiing, would you get on the hiking trail? Okay, now, give you a little glimpse into how I'm just running my life these days. When I get a feeling like that, okay, into the ski season, already had planned out with my buddy. We had the day kind of mapped out. We knew what we were going to do. And I texted him 30 minutes before we were supposed to meet. Now, he and I speak exactly the same language, and we follow intuition precisely. And he is very attuned. And I just sent him a quick text, and I said, hey, I've got this prompt that I need to go for a hike. There's some things that I need to hear from, and I need to go follow my heart. And he was completely okay with that. So you guys know from listening how much I love skiing. This is the crunch time. And yet, when that voice comes, I didn't even argue with it one second. I just was like, whoa. And, and what it came through as was not a voice. There wasn't something telling me something. It was just a feeling. So I'm sitting there waxing my skis. I've got them on the workbench, and I'm waxing them down and polishing them up. And all I can think about is going hiking. That was the overarching impression, was to go on a hike. And that on the hike, we had business to do. Well, you know that that's my favorite place to hear from intuition and to do this kind of business. So I was excited about it. And there really was no other thought about skiing. We're supposed to get snow tonight, so tomorrow will be a great day. Obviously, just put it off a day. So the next thing to do was to go text my buddy, tell him that, I, you know, change the plans. And he would totally understand. He's a big boy and he can go skiing by himself, <laughs> has for 60 years. But, uh, but you know, and he decided not to go today as well and to get things done. So that's how it just flows. It rolls. And I decided before I go on the hike that I would jump in here and record this podcast. So I can't tell you the rest of the story because I don't know what will happen out there on the hiking trail, but I know it's going to be good. And I know it's the place that I'm supposed to be for sure. So what I wanted you to get from this is A, just an awareness of being open to this voice all the time. Where your attention goes, the energy flows. My antenna is always up now. Didn't used to be that way. I used to, it, it, it used to take a kick in the head by a mule for me to get woken up to this. Why? Because I was so in my head. But the universe kept knocking and, and just chipping away. And finally, as, as you know, as I came up here, it really was the shift point where I just listened to that voice all the time. 
it's the feeling that Amir Zoji talked about about maybe 10 or 12 podcasts back to literally just go with that feeling. What makes you feel good? What makes you feel the best? That is how we stay aligned with our soul purpose. And when we get that angst, then you can bet that it's universe trying to tip you back into the middle of the flow of the river, your river, your soul's journey, which we often get away from so much by following our head. So the key ingredients here are tap down, slow down your life if you need to. Get intentional about these open spaces where you do something or put yourself in a position to connect with your soul, to connect with inside. And another great point here is it will not always happen on your terms. Sometimes you have an appointment, like I really think I have an appointment here coming up. But sometimes it's just a matter of being in that space of openness, just to be in the space of openness. So don't, if you go into it, this is really important. If you go into it thinking, okay, I have to have answers now, that's the same thing that's keeping everything away from you because that's a lack. I need answers. I don't have answers. Answers will continue to be distant. When you simply intend, I am open to hear and receive when the time is right, my ears are alert, my eyes are open, my senses are aware, and you just stay in that space of openness, that's when it can show up for you. And that's probably the final point here that's worth noting, is that open spaces can be filled. When you open up space in your life, whether that's time, so my buddy Hemet, he is very much into kundalini yoga. He gets up at quarter to five every morning and does about two and a half hours of meditation and yoga exercises. Remember Giovanni Densman? Two hours of meditation every morning. That's doing it on the highest level. Me, I love a hike. Or I just get out and connect with nature. Yours might be a good run or going to the gym, doing yoga, etc. There are no rules. It's just where you find yourself in the most open state. Wherever that is, make an appointment with it, but be open because open spaces get filled up. So that means you have to empty the space between your ears. You have to get out of your head. You can't be mulling things over. Forget about it. Empty the space and go get an intuitive prompt. Let Source tell you what to do. Then you come back and get back in your head as far as what's the next step. But see, that originates from letting go. I was talking to one of the guys in the OMG coaching program, two guys actually this week, in the OMG coaching program, and this was the center of both of those conversations. The power of just letting it go. Don't hold things with such a tight grip. I've talked about this a lot over these 144 podcasts, but it is so important but And yet our nature is to hold on, to grip it tightly, to keep it in our head. And where, so I was going to say, so where does all this originate? In our head. And what's behind that? What's behind that if it's in our head? The ego. So this is all ego-dominated control over our situation. And that's what you have to let go. All right, so open up some space. Let it go. Put yourself in that position where you are most open to receive the message and then act on it instantly. Text your friend. Tell them you can't go. Change the plan. Say no. Or maybe it's say yes. You might get a yes answer and you were thinking no. 
and you think yes is crazy, well, try it. Learn to hear that voice. And when you do, follow it, because that's your soul talking to you. And with that, (laughs) enjoy the journey. How can you not? I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.